create with Frank Sydney. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. It is Franz. I am your host today and I'm very excited again. How do I get so excited every time? But I'm going to talk about a very new topic that has to do with why people need to do videos and photography and, and be out there to be able to communicate with others nowadays. And especially when you do a business, if you want your business to really take off and you're a small business, video is what you need. And I hear you, a lot of people don't want to be on video. There are several reasons and I'm going to go through quite a lot of them today and I'm going to expand in the following podcast episodes. So if it is something interesting for you, stay tuned and remember to review the episode click share and help a friend who might want to know a little bit more about how to be confident on video. So let's go to the crunch straight away. Why video marketing is so important for a small business? Well, did you know that 87% of businesses use video as a marketing tool? That's interesting, isn't it? And that is because a video is talking to all your senses, the visual, you can see things and think about textures and size, you can think of weight of items, you can really quantify what's going on, you can like or not like, you can really dislike something because of a video. So when you're talking about brand awareness, this is what you need, you need to be on video, you need to be seen, your product has to be there. It also has the capacity to reach not only your old customers but new customers as well because not all the customers are prone to reading leaflets and very lengthy information on books a lot of people just want to watch a video and maybe they were not even considering something until they see a fun video about it so in general if you look at economics a give you will always give you a higher return on investment than any leaflet or cold sales calls and this return on investment on average is well over 30% better. So definitely that is a figure that is quite important for a small business. It can make the difference between making it or breaking it. Of course, we know the people nowadays do not have much patience. We have been educated by the media, internet, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, to not really read books for finding information, but really we want something really quick. So much that you might be home and you think, well, I need a recipe for something I've done a few times. I know I have it printed somewhere, or I even have a book about it, but in this moment, I'm in the wrong room, I cannot reach a book, or I don't want to wade through the book. I've got dirty hands, I've been just touching food. So what do you do? You go straight on your tablet or a mobile phone and you find the, the recipe on YouTube and that's what happens, right? So if you think about it, if you have headaches one after the other, sometimes you might have one day when you think, oh gosh, this headache is never gonna go away what's going on and you might see a post on Facebook that has a video about it and talks about headache and you think oh that's what I was thinking about 
and you might just jump to the video and find the information you want that might actually help you for that headache. Just how many people would instead go to their library in their home and look for all the books and see is there any book here that talks about headaches? Most people don't do that and they just go straight on the internet to find that information. And this is why it's so important that you, as a small business, are able to provide that information. And not only that, you can provide much more. For example, if you want to make your, your brand a little bit less serious, you can shoot something called the behind the scene videos, you know, so that they show what happens in your company when the cameras are not on. And that is so good for building your authenticity as a person and as a company. It shows people laughing, making mistakes and just interacting together. And this is what people want. We don't all want a very polished, refined, perfect person there. We want to see real people. So I think that these are excellent points for people who maybe are on the verge of considering should I or should I not go on video, whatever is it that you're selling, that you're advertising or that you want people to be aware of, a video is going to be great. It's a great tool for reaching other people. If you are selling a specific product, it is so important to have a video made because a video will showcase what you have on offer and how it works in a way that the written word just can't do. For example, if you are, I don't know, in IKEA, and IKEA shows you a video of how their flat pack furniture is put together, and that's gonna be a lot more helpful when you're trying to understand those really weird printed instructions that have only images and no words. So people sometimes are literally scratching their head wondering what on earth they're supposed to do with such furniture. But if you then go and find a video on YouTube or whatever other uh, provider, you will find out, oh, that's how I'm supposed to do it. Because it's so much better and it gives you a lot more information than you would ever have in a book. And the, the words are just not as good as a video when it comes to things that move and things that have to fit together or they have to work or mechanically move in a certain way. I mean, how would I sell you something, for example, makeup, if I just describe it? Yeah, that's wonderful. I want to see what it looks like, you know? So a video is the big thing. And it does help because it answers so many questions in a visual way that is understood by most people. And also it will help clarify all the possible issues that might arise with the service of a project or product that you are selling. And this means that you as a company later will have to spend much less time dealing with complaints and issues of people who didn't know how to use the service or product. So that's very, very good for you. Just in case you're wondering, a streaming live video gets six times as many interactions as a regular video. So that's um, something to consider if you are wondering what type of video you need to put across to reach more people. I recently found out something very interesting that is, if I'm looking for a product or service and I go on Google, the first results that I see on the top of the page are actually videos, usually from YouTube. What does that tell you about videos being important? And if you have an option, you might be looking at a video 
instead of a Google option when you have to read. So guys, if I haven't convinced you by now that videos are good for you, then you can just as well go to another podcast because this is going to be all about videos, okay? So you don't need convincing. You know that you want to make those videos. You know that it's important for you and all your colleagues are telling you, you know, I'm selling so much, you need to get on with this video. But you're not doing it. You know you want to do it. You do marketing courses and all the courses. Whatever you paid for the course, $1,000 or $10,000, they've all told you, get on video. You know you have to do it, you know you should do it, and you're not doing it. Are you alone? I'm gonna tell you that you are not. And there are hundreds and hundreds of reasons why people have not made a video that could get them even 30 to 35% more customers straight away. And I'm gonna share some of these reasons and I'm so keen to hear from you. Please let me know what are the reasons why you are not getting on video while you could. And it could be, you know, just a video to talk and make a Marco Polo video with your own family, somebody abroad. Maybe call people on FaceTime. There are people that don't answer any video calls from their own family. So why is it that this is happening? Why we do not want to show our face? And this has a lot to do with this self-confidence that we have and how we perceive ourselves. We are in, in an age, a time when everything is on the internet, everything is on big posters, there are movies, there are magazines, there are images all around us. And all these images have been taken of video or photographed by amazing photographers. They've been editing, edited to perfection. The colors are more vivid. The skin of people is perfect. The cars are shiny and the houses are amazing. So everything is perfect. We don't seem to be able to show reality as it is. Let's say it. What we see on social media most of the times isn't the real thing. It's a product of a lot of work by professionals who know exactly how to shoot, how to edit, how to filter any image to make it look better. And that goes from the advertising of a, maybe a burger that looks so appetizing and beautiful and rich. And then when you go and get the real one, you're like, wow, they look so different. Or even when you go to a grocery store, when you go and buy a bag of food, let's say that um, southern fried chicken strips, and you look at this picture, they look amazing. Then when you open it, if you pick up one and you put it by the picture, you will see they look different. Cereals, you go buy, maybe not cornflakes, but all the other cereals, you look at this amazing photo. You know, all these berries and fresh fruit, dried fruit, whatever, and it, it looks so gorgeous. When you open, you see this kind of half-empty container with very pale things inside in two dots. Why is it? The picture is what sells, but also it makes you think that you are never enough. What happens on a daily basis is that we are accustomed to see these polished, perfect pictures of beautiful things that are happening in the house of somebody else, in the company of somebody else. And what you see is a snapshot of a very good time that we are having. This doesn't mean that we are living a perfect life. They're just having a perfect moment, if, if that is actually true. So we don't have time to think if this is true, not true, partially true or constant. We just record in our brain billions and billions of images every minute of a day. We just 
see these images, we filter, we delete everything that is not important and we remember this stuff and we think that's how life is. And this is exactly why a child that is absolutely fine, innocent, perfect and everything, when he starts going outside to see other people, starts to go to school, starts to get into the social media, the movies, you know, whatever age that happens, he starts changing, his view of the world is different and suddenly he cannot have happiness unless he starts having the same shiny objects that everyone else is having, they look so beautiful, the people look so happy, oh that girl is so good at this, I have to be like her, this boy is wonderful at this sport, I have to be like him, have you seen this picture here, have you seen the video there, we're always comparing aren't we, and we do this a lot more for videos, for photography, for images, so we look for perfection, so if you go to a place and you find 10 dogs and they're all for sale, you know, which one are you gonna get? the most cute you know the one that looks healthier that looks the best and the one that looks emaciated and it's not a shiny thing well that doesn't look very good i know you're gonna have arguments now oh but you're gonna get the dog because it needs but when people stop they're gonna say what a beautiful dog what a beautiful child you have what a wonderful car you have what a nice outfit oh your your hair is amazing and so what we are saying all the time is you look good and therefore you are of value and when you don't look good you're not of value you're not worth it and this is the only reason why when all these companies are selling things for example for women they don't put in the advertising an eight-year-old woman full of wrinkles or maybe with a belly or a leg missing no, they put a young, beautiful woman or a woman who maybe is older but is amazingly beautiful, thin, slender, toned up, or maybe she also had surgery and Botox or whatever. So we all think, well, they can be there because they are beautiful. So this beauty makes you think that everyone who is outside, who is visible, has to be perfect, has to be thin, has to be beautiful, has to be just like in the news, in the media, in the social media and in all the advertising. And what happens is we are accepting this. And I'm a lover of beauty, I'm not saying I don't like beauty, we all like beauty. Our eyes are trained to like balance and certain colors and certain shapes. There's nothing wrong to like beauty or in appreciating it. However, the great majority of people do not enjoy a beautiful life in a, in a palace or a perfect skin from the day they are born to the day they die or perfect outfits. The majority of people are average. They don't have this beautiful thing. And so they feel, oh, I'm going to look so awful on video. I don't want a picture taken of myself. I always come out so horrible, especially women. And so what happens is when we are supposed to come out in the family picture, maybe we go to a wedding or to a reception for our company work or presentations, we are always so aware of how we are going to be perceived by other people. Anyway, so some people who had to be on Zoom calls because, you know, they've been in the pandemic, they were on lockdown and they had to participate via video. Suddenly, they don't want to be seen on, on video by the same colleagues 
that has seen them for 15 years in the office, we don't want to be seen. It's as if something is going to happen. We're going to die because we're on video. It's, it's really a big problem. What are we thinking of ourselves if we believe we cannot be on video? That is a big question. I would like to set up a challenge for you, but not really. I'm just saying, what would happen if? What if over a whole week, every single person on YouTube, on Facebook, on TikTok, would pick up the phone and take pictures of them as they're waking up with that face and splatter it there on the internet? What if you pick that camera that video camera and you take a picture of your bathroom when it is just like that right after your shower then go to the kitchen and before you do the dishes before you clear up all the mess your children have made with you take a picture why don't you put that on video why don't you make sure everyone sees the picture yeah and then put your oldest clothes go into the garden and when you're all dirty Take a picture of yourself, go in video. Guess what? Nobody's gonna do that because we are self-confident and we have to appear at our best. We have to present what is best. So what we do, we clean up, we tidy up, and then we think, oh, that's professional, that is good. And then when we take that to the limit, we are unable to appear on video unless we have a perfect house, perfect outfit, perfect makeup, perfect hairstyle. And this is especially true for women. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I'm gonna ask you now another question. Let's assume that you need to buy, I don't know, a new grass cutter, okay? And then you start looking for this lawnmower all over the internet, Google videos and all sorts. And then you find a YouTube video with lots of reviews and everything, right? That's the one I'm going to look at that and see which one is a grass cutter for my garden, which is about 50 square meters. That's all I need. So you look there and you see lots of lots of videos. And then you find a grass cutter that looks just right. The reviews are blazing. They're amazing. And you watch the video and there is this woman presenting the video and she has very frumpy hair kind of gray and her eyes do not have any makeup maybe they have maybe she has bugs under the eyes maybe a couple of wrinkles she might have maybe i don't know a mustache or maybe she has a, a big mole on her face or she has maybe a skin that is not a nice texture you know you can see the pores i mean this thing that is not allowed anymore pores we have pores but now nobody seems to have any pores but she does she has pores you can see the pores and then when she holds the machine you look at the hands and lo and behold she does not have long beautiful fake nails but she has you know two half beaten nails and three normal and the, um, the color is kind of chipped off, so half of it is colored and half of it is not. Actually, there is a little bit of dirt under that. And then her clothes don't really fit her, and maybe they are not quite good for her, they're not the color that she likes, and yeah. And so you look at this woman, and she's presenting this machine. And you listen to her, and you think, wow, this is a lovely machine, I really like it, but Looking at how this woman looks, you know, looking at that, never mind. I'm just gonna go and buy the machine from somebody who is really, really good looking, because that's what I need. When I cut the grass, 
and it's somebody really good looking to show me how the machine is good for me. Hmm. Really? How many of you have bought a product simply because the person who was making the advertising of the product looked perfect, young and polished? There are exceptions if there are beauty things and you think, you know, makeup that makes a difference. But normally speaking, we do not buy a service or a product because a person who is talking about it is perfect, good-looking, thin or young. Actually, we are less likely to believe that a product is working if it's only ever advertised by so-called perfect people. We are more likely to buy a product when we think that it resonates with us and that it will find the pain point we have and solve the problem. We're looking for something that solves the problem. So if I'm shown, for example, a facial cream and I see a model who is 20 years old and beautiful and velvety, as you are when you're 20, everyone is beautiful at 20, and they show this is a facial cream and this is a woman wearing it and I think, well, that's easy because she's 20. But if I show that cream on a 60-year-old woman and she has a good skin because she's wearing that cream and using it, then I think, wow, this is, this is good. That's what I want because I can actually resonate and see myself in her. But for most of the programs, and items and services. We need a product or service that we can use to solve a problem or to entertain and to make us have fun. And even so, entertainment, would you ever watch a movie only because all the actors and the actresses are good looking? Because the houses are all perfect? No, you probably like the action, the dialogues, the personality. So we are allowing a very, very narrow view of the world to be very much infiltrated in our way of thinking. And we are then mirroring this way of thinking into our way of seeing ourselves when it's time to be on video, whether professionally or for our family or even talking to a loved one who are away. We're allowing this to judge ourselves and to make us think that we look terrible, that we're not presentable and that nobody will like us. And therefore, for fear of rejection, we do not appear on video. And that is terrible. I want you to do this for me. Actually, do it for yourself this week. Every time you're thinking about going on video or take a photograph of yourself for whatever reason, and you start saying these words to yourself that are not positive, stop in your tracks and start thinking of how are you talking to yourself? Because you wouldn't say those words to somebody else, okay? You wouldn't, because it would be so rude. And yet, especially women can be so critical of their image and of getting older or of having become rounder after a pregnancy or a disease or after maybe an emotional breakdown, etc. etc. We are so cruel to ourselves and sometimes to others. 
we are so critical and this is why many of us feel a sense of rejection and sense of fear because if they're on video they, they are there they are vulnerable and they are possibly going to get hurt by trolls who will say oh look you look so ugly you look so fat or you are so short your legs are no good why are you on video but these are just the trolls should we really allow trolls to decide how we're going to live our life and i want you to really think this week about how you're perceiving yourself is that healthy and does it mean that it has to be so important for us to look perfect every day the whole day do we have to be perfect and is that the kind of perfection that is required to live in our society or could it be that just being well groomed you know doing your hair and having clean nice clothes is enough we don't have to be perfect we don't have to look young until 99 so that's what i want to leave you with and just that would be like a step for you to start calibrating where you are on a scale between 1 and 10 if you think about your body or your hairstyle or whatever is making you worried how are you seeing yourself what do you need to get better but not get better so you will look better but so you will feel good enough to be on the zoom call with somebody or to do the video for your company or to send a picture to a person that you maybe want to connect with without being worried about your look please think about this i would love you to take some time to focus on this and to ask yourself these questions and then in the next episode i want to talk about an interview that i've done with many many people who are small business owners and please add yourself to the list if you want with the people and ask them what is the main reason why you are not on video and i've got lots of reasons and i'm going to talk about them in the next episode and then we can go down and see what can we do about it because in the end of the day if you want to be able to communicate with others they have to see your face you can't just hide you need to, to make your face visible and if you're selling a product they need to see who you are and people love to see the product so you have to get the courage and see that you will not be beaten up you will not be rejected if you do things normally naturally and with some honesty and integrity and they will be so much more important by having the perfect diamond polished uh, look that people are seeking for so i hope that this was useful today it didn't give you tips but it was just an idea of what could happen if we started to look at video making from a different point of view of a receiver who is looking for an answer to his problem he's not looking for perfection and in the same way the receiver could be one of your loved ones a friend and he just wants that intimate connection that lovely affection thing and they don't care that you don't look perfect because they don't look perfect either we're not here on earth just to look better than others so thank you so much for being with me i hope that this was useful and if you did find it useful please click like and share with other people so more can be able to create a life that they want
Thanks again and I'll see you next week. Take care. You've listened to Create with Franz Sydney.